Hello, my star children. How are you? I am having another interesting week. Uh, it's been a lesson in surrendering to what is. Uh, I'm still sick. <clears throat> my kids aren't sick for some reason. They didn't seem to get it. Um, my my foster kittens, they're literally all sick with like different things. I guess one of them is, uh, he he's recovered, but gosh, they're just, they're a hot mess. Um, so I've been taking them back and forth to uh, the shelter so that they can get medical attention. But I think they're pulling through it. <clears throat> and um, I'm very much looking forward to my husband coming back into town tomorrow, actually. And so in the meantime, uh, I don't remember if I shared this last time, but I my my kids have been very kind of like needy uh, with me, needing me to give them a lot more attention than usual, which is totally understandable and okay. So I've been uh, not working as much as usual and just, you know, giving love to my all of my babies. <laughs> it's important for me to conserve my energy as much as possible right now and not try to just push through, right? There's this mentality in our culture, which is like push through, push through and, um, you know, just like white knuckle it because you got to get it done and hustle, hustle, hustle. But I don't believe in that. I don't subscribe to that. And I also, I believe that like as, you know, very energetic being, which I'm sure all of you are as well, you know, it's, it's more important to follow our flow and to surrender to our body's needs, right? So that, and build that trust in ourselves so that when it is time to go, right, to really do it and uh, get to work, that we have those reserves. Because otherwise we'll end up resenting our business and just being totally burned out. And I have, I've been there and done that and learned from it. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm capable of taking like massive amounts of action when I have the energy reserves. So, uh, so taking care of myself and my energy is my number one priority. So I've just been surrendering to that need so that I can have the stamina to launch my new program which launches in about a month. Today, I wanted to share with you a really, really cool quantum hypnosis session. Um, that, well, first, before I keep talking, um, I want to give it a little trigger warning because it does mention and involve and describe suicide. Um, so if you do not want to opt in to listen, totally fine. Um, so just letting you know ahead of time. <clears throat> but this is a really beautiful session, really beautiful. And I usually don't play the whole session 
because I like to respect my client's privacy and I usually don't play much of the higher self portion of the session, which is kind of like the second half um, usually. But in this case, uh, I really wanted to play it and I I just bleeped out my client's name. Um, Or not bleeped, I blanked it out, I guess. Uh, But I just think it's really beautiful and useful. Um, And this is just such a good example of how when we understand our purpose for incarnating here and what our soul's journey has been, it just puts everything into focus and makes it so abundantly clear what we are here to do. And that's why, you know, this my podcast is kind of like ambiguously, it's not for people who have businesses or healers, but it it, it is kind of is, I guess. It's, it's useful because I think there's a lot of overlap, right? Because so many of us are service-oriented who are starseeds. And so, you know, we can't help ourselves but to, um, you know, help others through our lives. And so <clears throat> that's why a lot of my sessions... A lot of people who come to me have businesses, I would say most of them. So this, I get to talk about that as well. Uh, and there's so many, so, so many really beautiful um, moments in here that address how it's all connected, right? It's not like whenever I do these sessions with my clients, we don't just focus on one thing. It's like, it touches everything, including our business and what we're here to do with the world. So there's a lot of good wisdom in there as well. So I'm going to play it for you. And I'm going to kind of interject every once in a while with some comments. <clears throat> and this one, um, it is, while this specific session is not associated with a specific star system, it actually takes place on Earth. But the really interesting thing that happens is after my client leaves her body here on Earth uh, and goes into the astral realm, we get to learn uh, what her soul's, like what what she does on the other side and how that's meant, how that um, is tied into why she's here on Earth, why she came down to Earth. So... She's 100% a star seed. Um, this is just more uh, involved with somebody who is maybe more of a light being um, when not incarnated. So as opposed to maybe somebody who is, you know, simply tied to the earth and and you know, only has lifetimes on earth. This is somebody who travels to all different systems and has lifetimes. So, and I almost forgot to mention. So going into this scene, this happens all the time. And this is, I love it when this happens. It's so interesting is that I will work with somebody who has had some sort of a past life regression before. Um, or they've had glimpses of a past life, but usually they've had some sort of session before. This happens all the time. And they are shown like some glimpses of a life, but it's never really properly explored or maybe there's some fear there and it's like, I'm not actually ready to go there and explore this. And I firmly believe that 
you know, we are meant to see what we see when we're meant to see it. You know, like I imagine if I had a past life regression when I was like 13 or something and I saw my, you know, galactic awakening, uh, <laughs> you know, everything that happened on my planet that was so uh heavy and traumatizing right like I would not have been able to process that at the time uh I would not have known what to do it would have been way too much so our higher selves really protect us from things until we're ready to see things um but it's super common for people to have uh, you know if already had some sort of past life viewing or something and then what happens is we end up revisiting it because anybody can really do a, a past life regression but like knowing the right questions to ask and also being uh and how to direct it and guide it and also being tuned in while it's happening because like when I do these sessions I'm also connecting with the person's higher self and my own intuition and my guides and I'm getting all this kind of like feedback Um, that's how I know what questions to ask a lot of times I'm getting like real-time uh intuitive information so um this is a cool example of uh, in one where, you know, she had actually, the scene that she describes right in the beginning, she had seen this before and it freaked her out um, during a different past life regression. And so we get to explore it now because it was ready. It was time for her to see it and it was time for her to process it. It feels really dark and there's like this cave. Okay. And I can kind of see this image like shackled in the okay. cave. Okay. How does it feel? How are you feeling inside? I feel like just even as I'm seeing it, just like I feel myself shriveling a little. Uh-huh. And really just cold and I don't even know if scared just like really empty Mm. okay you're doing amazing do you know why you're there it feels like like, I want to say it's like a prisoner of some sorts or a, like, um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. It just feels very, like, there's no one anywhere around, mm-hmm. like, just abandoned kind of in this, this cave but stuck there. Okay. And if you were to look down at your body, you have any sense of maybe what you're wearing? Yeah, it looks like like barefoot and wearing what like clothing that would be like like almost looks like burlap Uh um 
I want to say like peasant, what you would imagine a peasant wearing. Yeah. Okay. And can you tell if you're a man or a woman? I think it's a woman. Yeah, I'm definitely a woman. Okay. Do you know how old she is? I think the first thing that comes is like 15, 16. Mm, so she's young. Okay. Okay. Let's fast forward to the next important thing that happens. You can just allow any emotions to come to the surface. You're doing an amazing job right now. And these emotions have been trapped in you for a long time. So we're clearing them now. It's just a sense of like, like soldiers coming in almost. Well, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are they gonna do? They're taking somewhere. Um, okay. Let's see where they take you. I feel like I'm like walking over like grass and yeah, just walking me feels like a really long distance to Mm -hmm. it feels like it's like Roman times. Okay. Um Yeah, and I feel like I'm being, like, given into, like, like, slavery is what it feels like. Like, I'm being, like, I belong to someone. Like, they're taking me to whoever. Oh, okay. I belong to. Okay. So why don't you, and, well, how how are you feeling about that? I feel really, like... It's weird, like I would expect fear, but I just feel really cold and numb and resigned. Like, mm. this is this is happening, like almost like, it's almost like I feel nothing. Yeah, like you're maybe dissociated or detached totally. from what's happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can imagine. It'd be very stressful. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Lonely. Mm-hmm. So let's see who they deliver you to. Yeah, instantly into mine comes this like obviously like wealthy but kind of like icky mm-hmm. <laughs> older man. Yeah, okay. like kind of greasy and Mm-hmm. overweight and just like yeah I think I have a sense that I yeah 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 do you know what his intentions are I feel like I'm just meant to be his whatever he needs or mm-hmm. wants okay 
What happens next? Um, I just feel like I'm seeing like a group of very similar people around my age, girls who are just there and like, it's like they know. Mm -hmm. Then we kind of make eye contact. It's just so sad. Mm -hmm. Do they, do they look, um, what do they look like? Are they happy, sad, scared? They look really sad and really like, it's kind of spooky, just like lifeless and just Mm. like, I mean, they're, they look clean and Mm -hmm. like kept, it's almost that, yeah, that sense of just being like, like trafficked really is what it feels like. Yeah. Kind of like maybe they're indentured servants. Yeah. Yeah. And how old are they? I see like a really tall one. She looks like she's still quite young, like 17 or 18 and like down to like young, Mm. like five, six. Oh, wow. so now um now that you're there with them what happens um so i'm feeling like kind of like pushed into like in front of this man to like be observed or judged or approved of and uh-huh. I, I feel like he doesn't approve <laughs> oh wow uh-huh. that's interesting like yeah. he's like he doesn't like what he sees okay so now what it's so I think I I don't There's this sense that I don't get to go with these group of girls over here that are dressed beautifully, like I'm sent somewhere else, like Mm. to do other things like work and Mm -hmm. dirty, like dirty work, Mm. like it wasn't good enough to To be a part of that group. Yeah. So let's see what happens next. I just have this sense of like now, like just so there's just the sense of looking at. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm, like, washing clothes or something or mm-hmm. just hard labor. And I'm looking at, like, these other children just, like, not having to do that and just laughing. And mm. they're dressed. They're, some, they're dressed really beautifully. And I feel mm. really jealous, I think. And yeah, maybe left sad. out. Yeah. Do you know what the purpose of the 
the well-dressed ones are in that house? I feel like they were the, like, they're like the, the privilege. They're like the pretty, they're beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's move now to the next important day. Okay. Mm, this like sense of like giving birth. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I think it's like I, I don't get to keep my baby. Okay. Do you know whose baby it is? I don't think so. Okay. So what happens to the baby? Um, I feel like I don't know what happens to the baby. Uh-huh. Like it's I think it just gets taken and mm. how how does that feel? I think it just just again feels just really, really empty and like I'm almost like so tired that I can't feel like mm -hmm. it just feels like so hopeless mm -hmm. like there's almost like no again just like no life no feeling like I just feel dead on the inside yeah I'm sure that's the only way you can cope Let's move again to the next important day. I just have this picture of Blake. Blake slitting my wrist and I can feel just like this warm blood. Like. Mm -hmm. And I think I just feel relief oh yeah and you can observe this from above you don't have to go through this and experience it and just watch yeah it's like uh, it's like finally like good it's good it's like light now mm -hmm. it's like freedom yeah it feels really warm and mm -hmm. uh, and now that you're in spirit form what what emotions come up what what happens as you are floating above and you see your body yeah what now it, it feels really like yeah, like liberated and like joyous and it's really bright and 
like this sense of like just lift like floating <laughs> yeah 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 and yeah. yeah like i feel like a a bunch of beings or people are coming around mm-hmm. who are they and they're they look like just forms of light but they feel like it feels very like a family but not like necessarily my family just like but yes my family yeah Yeah, your soul family (laughs) yeah 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 how does it feel to be back with them really good like that was hard and now it's over and it feels really good to be home yeah and to not be alone Mm. Do you recognize um, any of your soul family as people from this side? I feel like I see a fate image of my grandfather. Mm-hmm. But other, that feels like it's weird. It feels like that is almost like a like a projector onto like a. Like oh. if the mm-hmm. it's weird. It's like if there's like a being of light, and then there was like a projected image of his face onto that. It's not actually him. It's yeah. I think the light. They're just like the form of like their I don't soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just mm-hmm. pure light. Yeah. I'm just curious. Is what do you do now that you're with your soul family? I feel like there's lots of like rejoicing, like there's laughter, there's there's dancing, there's lots of color. Mm-hmm. It's it's like we're kind of like one mm-hmm. like keep coming in and out of being like one being and kind of like yeah sprinkling out and we're all just like really connected and there's a sense of like other people coming in and some people having to go out. It's kind of like this home base where people come and go from. Uh-huh. And it's kind of this constant celebration of like when we're all reunited. And then yeah, and then someone will leave, and it feels like in the blink of an eye they're back. Mm-hmm. But they've they've been gone for they've, however long. Yeah, they've completed a lifetime. And then they're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, are they? I'm just curious. Are are 
they mostly tied to Earth as a planet and lives on Earth or mm. elsewhere? I don't get the sense it's mostly Earth. Mm -hmm. I get the sense it's kind of like all over. Mm -hmm. Lots of different journeys. What's the what's the purpose of your soul group there? Tell me more about them. Yeah. So light and you know, there's lots of like movement and color and I it feels like the it's not really that like it's when it's weird it's not really to like collect data but just like to have the experience mm -hmm. of whatever life they have and it's to live like I want to say liberate like I want to say mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. liberate because that's like how it felt to come out of that body was like liberated it's like yeah almost a sense that we go and like liberate people from suffering from oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like bring them home mm. So I didn't um, think to ask this until I listened to this back and was editing the session, but I almost wonder if her soul's job, right, as this kind of liberator is almost like a walk-in. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with what a walk-in is, it's like when a person you know, a soul is in a incarnated into a body and that soul is like tapped out. It's like, I'm done. I need to go back. Right. Cause sometimes that happens. Sometimes souls uh, decide that they are, they need to return to the astral plane for whatever reason. Um, and so then instead of breaking the soul's contract and, uh, you know, there being death, what happens is another soul will come in, walk in essentially and take their place. There's a lot of information in this in, um, Dolores Cannon's book, life between death, between life and death. Literally. I don't, I don't, maybe one day we'll get the title right. I always have to double check cause I always get it wrong. Um, so yeah, that, that was one thought I had that maybe it was to her purpose was to liberate folks um you know and step in and I just think that's I don't know if that's true um we're gonna do an, another session so I might be able to ask but um I just thought that was really beautiful oh I also wanted to talk about suicide uh generally suicide is breaking a soul contract we don't, our souls don't planned, plan to end their life by suicide. And 
in this case, it's so interesting um, because that was part of the plan. So she'll, she talks more about that in a little bit, but I just wanted to go ahead and say that now. So I can't wait to find out. So I'm, I'm going to ask your higher self to come forward to speak now. You could just hand over your vocal cords to her. and I'm just going to ask her some questions. What was the significance of the lifetime that you showed? It explains why she feels so outside, mm. so separated. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still pain in her womb. Mm from that experience. Yeah. That's her, is that her soul wound that she's kind of carried into this lifetime? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like she never got to be that mother. Yes. And she feels really guilty for not Mm-hmm. Being able to take care of her baby. Yeah. Is that why she attracts other people with mother wounds? So, yeah, and it's why she feels so guilty as mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming through from that lifetime, of course. Yeah. What does she need to know to make peace with that lifetime? With what happened? It's the truth. I think she needs to know that as everything happened as it's supposed to. Yes. That there was nothing she could There was nothing she could do different. Right. And that her children have their own soul journey. Yes. Yes. And same with the baby from that lifetime, too. And plan to experience that lifetime? Did she plan to learn something from it? What was the purpose? She did, and I think the purpose was to it feels like like the purpose is just to know suffering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To know suffering so that so that she could know love so that she could empathize with humans yeah have the human experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go ahead 
It's it's feels like there was this dignity in being able to take her own life, which was it wasn't it wasn't suicide, it was like it was like having authority but like power over the experience like she chose when she chose to come and she chose when to leave yes her soul chose that yeah and that was pre-planned yeah Mm -hmm. and how she meant to integrate all of this all of her soul's wisdom into this lifetime feels like she has I mean she has this spiritual power to heal guilt I want to say and liberate yeah liberate people from self inflicted suffering Mm -hmm. yes she's the perfect person to do that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and is she meant to do that through coaching or is there something else there's something around energy or light and I think it doesn't matter the method it's her being Mm -hmm. like people being in her presence yes so this should sound familiar if you listen to my last podcast episode which was all about the four waves of volunteers and this is like classic second wave right she's here to be She's here to be here in her full frequency so that others can be in her presence, in her energy, in her light. And she would do that and be effective at that, whether it was through her business or whether, you know, it's just somebody she met at the grocery store, right? Um, So, yeah, I think that's really a, a perfect example of someone who is a second waiver. Her frequency that she brings in. Yeah. How is that healing to people? It, it like catalyzes or magnetizes like their own. It's, it's like she reminds them of home and who they are too. Mm -hmm. Because she knows and it happens like on a on a spiritual on a soul level like the light it's almost like the light in her speaks to the light in them and mm-hmm. it awakens them and almost like neither of them even are fully aware that it's happening yeah is she supposed to become aware of that now and use that like in a more forward way yeah 
yeah like really be intentional in that even visualize that energy that light and mm -hmm. magnify it and yeah just hold it in her consciousness as she's coaching or really like it doesn't doesn't matter what she does yeah it, it really doesn't is there any modality that would like help her besides coaching that maybe she's meant to learn mm. I think first and foremost, she needs to be really responsible with her own energy mm -hmm. and taking care of it and maintaining it and nourishing and yeah. her own vibe, vibe. And then there's, I, I want to say energy healing yeah um i keep hearing the word mag magnetic i don't know yet what that really means but mm -hmm. like something to do with frequency and mm -hmm. yeah like um shifting frequencies and correcting frequencies almost or like balancing like aligning out. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Would something like um, Reiki or something like that be helpful for her to incorporate in or learn how to do? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, some sort of energy work like that. Mm -hmm. Because we know that ener energy work, because this is a form of energy work, that it works virtually mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yeah. does she have any blocks right now keeping her from abundance you know like mm. i think the un i want to say unawareness but that's like the the guilt it's time to yeah like release that and release it yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is such a good way to begin that process once you can see it it can begin yeah. to unwind itself a little bit from your identity mm -hmm. and yeah. is there anything that we can do to help increase her energy releasing that guilt will increase yeah. her energy yeah yeah it's like al i wouldn't say it's like alchemy yes like the guilt needs to shift into transmute itself into something mm -hmm. yes yeah how can she do that how can she transmute it mm. Receiving is what comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Receiving, receiving what? Support from like her 
soul family. Like she's mm-hmm. been disconnected and not communicating and not calling for help. And when she starts, opens up to receive help, she needs to let herself be supported by Mm-hmm. Yeah, like her people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how can yeah. she connect with them? How can she call them in for support? Um, I think she can visualize that light, that vision of the beings like moving in and out of one form, mm-hmm. and see herself connected to that and know that that it's like a cord almost like she always has that connection Mm -hmm. i think just the holding it in her awareness and her consciousness and talking (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. having a conversation yeah are there any of her soul family that that's incarnated here on Earth right now, or are they up in the astral plane, or are they in other star mm. systems? What are they doing right now? Are they here to help Earth. Mm. Yeah, it feels like they're ev- they're they're everywhere, mm-hmm. and I think she will start recognizing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can almost see like a grid, like a power grid. A grid, yeah. Like, yeah, lights, but it's like, it's bigger. Than yeah. Power. Yeah. It's like a, a web or something, a mesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're everywhere and kind of communicating all the time. And she just needs to like just listen listen and tune into the frequency like oh yeah we've been having a great time yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. that's beautiful Um, has i'm just curious has had lifetimes off of earth or have most of her lifetimes here Mm. been on earth yeah (laughs) she has no idea Yeah, I kind of get this. It's like if she only knew. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. <laughs> yeah, we can always show her one of those lifetimes another time if she wants. Because <laughs> I have a feeling that her soul has done a lot of big things in its journey. If she is here as a service. Which I feel that she is. What? How can she translate all of this into her business? Is she supposed to keep doing her same offer? Is she supposed to transition mm. into something else? It's. I, she needs to start bringing this into her sessions and mm-hmm. connecting to higher power, 
her soul family, her clients, higher powers, and, and their soul she's, family. Mm-hmm. And she needs to stop being afraid mm-hmm. to, sh- to shine that light because that's how the, her people are going to find her. Yeah. Their higher selves will send them. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I could not have said that better myself. Her higher self was is totally on the same page as me. It's so funny. Um, yeah, that's like a lot of what I'm going to be teaching in Business Alchemy, which is how to come into alignment with yourself so that you attract clients not uh, by the actions you're taking, but by who you're being, by your frequency, and uh, by having really their higher selves sending you to them uh, or pointing them to you. And once you start doing that and you're able to click in and tap into that, it's like everything in your business changes and it's just the best feeling in the world. Um, And you know because of what people tell you when they find you. Um, So yeah, it's just, it's just so fun. So cool. All right, <laughs> I'm done. Let's keep, let's keep listening. And out of the clients that she's had, are are they the type of clients that she will have when she does this, or is she going to attract somebody totally different? She's going to attract somebody totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been trying to coach from her brain. Yes, I know all about that. (laughs) (laughs) You have to surrender to the whatever higher thing is (laughs) running the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why she's been so frustrated. Mm -hmm. It was never going to work that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Do, do you know now what program type of program she will run that will call these people in? I think she needs to stay with this offer mm-hmm. right now of these these deep dives mm-hmm. and really let herself play and yeah. have her mind blown. Mm-hmm. with what's possible and just continue to kind of call that in and make that the offer will form from that yeah 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 and is there some sort of creative expression that's supposed to be interwoven into her business mm. it feels important to creatively play but not with the intention of monetizing but with the intention of staying open to that Mm -hmm. channel staying connected yeah yeah can can she use her artwork to connect to her soul family Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I almost sense they could speak to her. 
during that process. She's mm-hmm. open in a different yeah. way. Yeah, it's just about opening that channel. Yeah. And art can be a way to do that. Mm-hmm. And will they help guide her as to like what? Can she rely on them for decision making for, um, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to her business too? Yeah. Yeah. And it, there's this sense of celebration and joy and almost like she just needs to go to where, what feels like the party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that collective energy of celebration and party and mm-hmm. she will that's where she will get her answers mm-hmm. um, anything else she needs to know about anything in her life right now that's important but nobody disappointed mm. in her like she thinks they are and nobody's upset with her like she thinks they are in fact they love her more than she's ever been able to see Mm -hmm. and when the guilt is gone she will see herself differently yes yeah yeah she's not outside And it's safe to celebrate. Mm. Celebrate how far she's come. Mm. Yeah, and celebrate life and yeah. Yeah, and celebrate. Yeah. Like she doesn't owe anyone. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you wish to express before I let you go? I could just trust. Trust what you don't understand and allow things to be bigger than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And just open up because you have no idea what's possible when you open up to the impossible yeah (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah it's not for her to figure out it's just for her to surrender to Mm -hmm. yeah 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 I love my job. (laughs) It's so cool. It's so fun. And I just love being able to help people unlock this stuff for them uh, from their soul. Because each and every one of you have so much wisdom and so many gifts and so much power within you. And sometimes you just need to open that channel it's okay to need a little help with that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. 
and I'm going to see you next week. All right. Bye.